Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to Forward Farming. It is just me, Amber, here with you today. Um, Becca is still at home adjusting to life with three little babies. So uh, we're going to let her just enjoy that time and hopefully she will be back relatively soon. But today I'm pretty excited. We are trying something a little different in a couple different ways. So first of all, uh, today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite things with you guys. So stuff for the marsh, stuff at home that I've been really liking, um, things just like snacks, foods, stuff that I've been craving, and then uh, kind of wrap things up with some of my favorite hunting items because that's coming up pretty soon. So um, that's kind of what today's episode is going to be like. And I'm also trying to record this video for you guys and throw it up on the YouTube page that we just made. So hopefully everything works out okay. Um, let me know what you guys think about this new setup. If you prefer listening to podcasts on YouTube, if you want to watch us, um, if that's easier for you guys to consume uh, your media through, or if you prefer just like listening it to it on a podcast. So new and exciting things happening this week. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so before we get into all that stuff, we are going to start with highs and lows for the week. So um, my high I had um, a couple. So we have, we just started doing our weekly appointments now. So I am 36 weeks pregnant um, and we just started going, we're, we have appointments now every Wednesday until the baby comes. Um, so baby is due on the 25th and it is officially baby month. It is August 1st when I'm recording this. So uh, I'm, I'm not scared. You're scared. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, but at the appointment, they said baby was looking good. Baby's in the right position. Um, everything was looking and sounding good. So that's that's all good news. And uh, Dan and I just, I made Dan finally pack his hospital bag today. And I'm like, I'm not going to be nice about this if I have to wait for you to pack this bag as we're walking out the door. So he got his act together and packed his hospital bag. My bag is packed. Baby's bag is packed. And they are loaded in the car ready to go. So whenever baby decides to make an entrance, straight to the hospital we go uh, because it is an hour drive for us. So again, it's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> uh, so that was the first high of the week. And then today I'm recording on um, Sunday and it's a beautiful day. After a week of just it being so hot and humid, Today is like 72 degrees, sunny. There's a beautiful breeze. It's just, it's one of those days that you don't get a lot in the summer and it's beautiful. I'm, we have all the windows open. We're blowing a stink out of the house. Like it's just, it's a good day today. Um, now for some lows, whew, this, this last week we had um, a pretty scary weather advisory for the entire state of Wisconsin. I think we were like in a level four severe storm threat from like all the way to Nor from like Northwestern, Northwestern Wisconsin, all the way down to like Milwaukee, like that whole area. So the entire state was in like a level four 
um, Stormwatch. So they were throwing out um, that we would have tornadoes, uh, large hail. Um, they were even saying that we might have a derecho, like what Iowa had last year, where it just leveled out um, all, of, all of the crops and the silos and everything, which was scary to think about. Um, I, it was a long night because they, they kept pushing the storm times back. They originally said it was supposed to come like around five o'clock and then we got pushed back to like eight o'clock and then I got pushed back to 930. And then I don't think our storm rolled in until probably like 10, 1030. Um, and it wasn't nearly as bad as they said it would be thankfully, but we still had pretty good winds. I think we had like 50 mile an hour winds uh, so the rain was just coming down sideways, uh, but we only ended up with like maybe an inch and a half of rain. It The storm cell just kind of like broke up right before it got to us, thankfully, and split right over us. So we didn't get nearly as bad as we could have, but I know a lot of our neighbors were okay. They didn't have any large hail. I think a lot of the tornadoes went down, I think maybe up in like Green Bay, they had a couple. Um, and then I know like down towards Milwaukee, it was a little scarier too, but everyone in our area is good. And that was a very long evening of just staying up and, and waiting for something to happen. So thankfully uh, the low turned into a, I guess kind of a high. It wasn't as bad as we thought. So that was my low for the week. And we're just gonna hope that nothing else like that happens for the rest of the summer because we got lucky. Um, now for goals for the week, who, um, today we got a lot of stuff done around the house, which is nice. Um, we did a lot of laundry. We have all of the baby clothes kind of folded up and put in the dresser and organized and stuff by size. And we're just kind of realizing how <laughs> nice it would be to have our addition done on our house. Um, so if you're new here or you haven't heard, we are having an addition put on our house because we live in a in an old farmhouse. So this house has been here, I think since our marsh started, like it's, it's almost a hundred years old and it's very much a farmhouse. It's very much just pieced and kind of hobbled together. So our bedroom, our master bedroom is downstairs. And then the other two bedrooms that we have right now are up a very steep flight of stairs. <laughs> And the rooms are pretty small up here that I'm recording in one of them, that's a cat's room. Um, so I've got the cat tower behind me and, and Winnie's litter box and everything. <laughs> um, but it's a good size for a cat. It's not really a good size for a baby. And I didn't feel very safe knowing that we'd have to go up and down those stairs carrying a baby because Dan and I are not coordinated <laughs> enough to not slip and fall down those stairs or something. I, I was just worried something bad was gonna happen on those stairs. So we decided to put in addition on the lower level of our house. So we're adding another um, bedroom, bathroom, ensuite kind of thing right off of our dining room area. So right now um, we have it all framed out. It's roofed. We have the plumbing all set up. We're just waiting for electric to get done. <laughs> This is just all we're waiting for. We're waiting for electric to get done, hopefully tomorrow, um, for drywall, sheetrocking, the flooring to go in, all the cabinets to go in the bathroom, the shower to get tiled, um, 
paint, that kind of stuff. So I feel like we're on the second half of things now. So I don't, it's not going to be done by the time the baby comes, but um, the baby then will move into our room that we're in now. So that means all of the baby stuff is kind of just spewed wherever throughout the house. So we have the bassinet in our bedroom right now. Um, but like the crib and the dresser and the changing table, that stuff is sitting out in our living room because we have nowhere else to put it until the addition is done. So our house is kind of a mess, but that's okay. It, it can always be way, way worse. So we're very lucky uh, that we're able to get this project done um, for the most part in time um, and that we can do it at all, honestly. But uh, that didn't really give you a goal for the week. <laughs> um, my goal, um, I'm kind of slowing down quite a bit. Like I get winded very, very easily. So I'm just trying to, to take it easy uh, to still get some stuff done while being very mindful of how my body's reacting. <laughs> so just keeping up with like my daily walks that I take every night with Dan and Bear um, and just staying active while still resting at the same time, if that makes sense. So we only have 24 more days. <laughs> uh, again, I'm not scared. You're scared. It's fine. So uh, let's let's get off the topic of babies because I don't want to stress myself out again. So let's get into some favorites. So um, I kind of asked you guys what you wanted to see, and I kind of broke it up into four different categories. So hopefully this all makes sense. Um, if you guys want like links or anything to any of the products I talk about today, just let me know, um, and I'll send that over your way because I got a little bit of stuff to talk about. So first off. Uh, going to talk about stuff that I use on the marsh, not necessarily right now, just in general. And a lot of you wanted to know what my favorite Carhartt items are because that's all I wear um, every day. It's just Carhartt stuff. Well, not right now because they don't fit. But um, so usually my go-to is a Carhartt pocket tee. Um, they make the women's cut and there's like a couple different kinds. I don't, and I don't know how they, I don't know how they're different, but there's one that's like a thicker material and then there's one that's kind of a thinner material. I don't know if it's like the new colors are more thin. I don't know. If you if you guys wear Carhartt t-shirts a lot, you probably know what I'm talking about, but they're all just labeled a pocket tee. So when I get them, I never know if they're gonna be like the thicker material or like the thinner stuff. Cause I know for the men's they have like a a summer wear t-shirt or something that's like a really thin sweat wicking material, but it's not, the women's tees aren't that thin. Anyway, I prefer the thicker material, <laughs> even in the summer. I think it just holds up better over time. So Carhartt pocket tees are my favorite. I have pretty much every, pretty much every color, um, but the new colors that they're coming out with now are pretty cool. I think I started my collection back in the day, which is like the black and the navy and um, just like the basic Carhartt colors, but now we're more advanced. We have all the colors of the rainbow. Um, so the pocket tees always hold up really well for me. Their jeans, I used to really enjoy their jeans. They used to hold up really well, um, but the last couple, <laughs> my thunder thighs have blown out the crotch. <laughs> 
in them pretty quick. So I don't know if I'm going to be sticking with the Carhartt jeans or not. I'll keep you guys updated. Um, but when the bump came along, I switched over from the jeans to their overalls, the women's bibs. And they, they, they held up very well. I wore them every day. But I think I would have had more room and more luck with like the men's bibs because I think you would have had more room in like the crotchal area to grow. So instead of like me walking around at four or five months pregnant with the buttons <laughs> undone on the sides, I think I could have got away with more growth in the belly region uh, if I would have went with the men's bibs. So maybe keep that in mind uh, if you're pregnant or looking to become pregnant sometime soon. And if you want to wear the bibs, maybe try the men's instead. Um, so I'm going to keep that in mind for if there's a next time. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about next time right now, but anyway. Uh, otherwise, my other favorite Carhartt item is their beanies. Everyone loves their beanies, but there's one in particular that I really love, especially when it gets really cold out. Um, it's kind of, it's this knit beanie. If you've seen, if you've checked out my Instagram, you've probably seen me wear this when it's cold out. So like um, the headband area, it has a fleece lining, but then the rest of the hat is just knit and it has like this cute little furry pom-pom on top. I've only seen it in this gray color. It has a, the brown leather Carhartt tag on it and a brown pom-pom, but it's super cute, very warm. I wear this hat pretty much all winter long. I like it more than just like their normal. Now they're like everyone's favorite beanie, but I like this a lot more than just like their basic beanies. Um, other than Carhartt, the thing that I wear every day is a good sunscreen uh, because I don't, I don't, I don't want to mess with, I don't want to mess with the sun. I'm very pale. Um, and my ears tend to get a lot of moles or freckles on them. So I'm very careful um, about wearing sunscreen every day, making sure that my face is protected. So the sunscreen that I use, um, it's called Kula, C-O-O-L-A. Um, and it's just a classic sunscreen. And it's a quote unquote organic sunscreen. I don't know what that means, but it's an SPF 50 um, and it's a classic face sport. So it comes in like this teal tube. Um, I think I got it from Sephora, but it doesn't break my skin out at all. It doesn't clog my skin up or make me too greasy. And I put this on in the morning before I go out to work. And then if it's really hot or if I'm doing a lot outside, I'll put it on again after um, I get done eating lunch. So I'm protected in the afternoon as well. Make sure that I get my ears covered my big old schnoz covered, <laughs> anything that's exposed, I make sure to throw this on um, my face anyway. Uh, so other than sunscreen, someone wanted to know what our vehicle of choice is, the make and model. So we are a GMC family. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I've been driving a GMC pickup for the last, five years now. Uh, that's been my vehicle of choice. And that went from my personal vehicle to our work truck now. Um, so I have a spotlight on the side of my truck for Frostwatch. Danny uses that truck too, uh, but everyone else drives a GMC Sierra. 
or like a GMC work truck, whatever. I don't, I don't know if everyone has a Sierra or not, but uh, GMC is our, our vehicle of choice out here. Um, and the other thing I keep on me every day on the marsh is my Leatherman. <laughs> uh, I just got a new one for my birthday or Christmas, my birthday last year from Dan. Um, so the model that I have is a Leatherman Free P2. Um, so it has all the tools in it and he was able to customize the blade on this one for me. Uh, so it has, uh, if you're on the YouTube channel, you can see it has Cranberry Chats kind of etched on the blade for me. But this is the Leatherman that I lost <laughs> earlier this spring that uh, took me forever to find somewhere on the marsh. Um, so thankfully, <laughs> Dan found it. I told him very regretfully that I had lost it somewhere and I was looking for it every single day and I had no idea where it was. Uh, so he found it on like the bank of a ditch that I wasn't supposed to be crawling down at the time. Uh, so it fell out of my pocket and uh, I'm a lot more careful with it. So the tools, it comes with like, um, if, you're, if you're not familiar with a Leatherman pocket tool, it's kind of like a Swiss army knife where it just has like all the, it just has a lot of tools built into one. So it has scissors, a file, um, like a can opener, um, a couple different blades, screwdrivers, flathead, and then the main part is uh, the pliers on the inside. So it's really great, it has a clip, uh, you can get it customized to you. I think they come in a couple different colors, but I just have the classic silver here. Um, so that's kind of it for around the marsh that I use. So kind of switching gears to things I like around my house. Uh, my maternity clothes <laughs> has been a big one. Um, the only place that I really have had luck finding good maternity clothes that are so cute without looking like the same maternity clothes that have been around for the last 20, 30 years that like my mom wore when I was, when she was pregnant with me. Um, I get a lot of my stuff from pink blush maternity. Uh, so everything from like their denim uh, to tops to dresses. I think I got a swimsuit from there once. Everything has been really great quality. Everything is pretty reasonably priced and they have a lot of sales. <laughs> so sign up for their emails if you want to get like discount codes or something. They have sales like every single week where it's like 40% off or 80% off sale items. Like it's, it's pretty good. So for stuff that you're not going to be wearing for more than a year. I don't want to spend a ton of money on, but that's where I've been getting a lot of my clothes from. So they've been really great. Otherwise, if I need just like big t-shirts, like I'm wearing one right now, it's a Def Leppard t-shirt. I think I got this from Amazon. I just search for like 2XL t-shirts. I'm normally a size medium, but right now, if I want like a looser fit, I'm somewhere between XL or 2XL in t-shirts. So I'll just type in um, graphic t-shirt 2XL on Amazon. And when I needed new sleep shirts, that's what I typed in. And I just got a bunch of cat t-shirts. That's all that popped up on Amazon. So I got some really great um, cat t-shirts that I wear to bed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're they're perfect. Uh, I'll, I'll try to post pictures of those later. I, I don't have them right now, but... Um, I'll show you those later. 
<laughs> but those are pretty much the two places. Um, Target every once in a while. I got, I think my shorts, my denim shorts from Target, they fit really great. Um, I really like the elastic waistband on those because they come up really high for me, which I prefer in my maternity shorts. I think they're just comfier that way. Um, and then a lot of you guys wanted to know <laughs> Bear's favorite toys, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. So he is a very destructive dog. He, ever since he was a puppy, any toy that he gets, he just destroys. So we have to make sure that it doesn't have stuffing. Um, rope toys are big. No, no, no rope toys for Bear because mm -mm, we don't want to have to take him to the vet to get his stomach cut open with all the strings and stuff. So he's pretty much just limited to like hard plastic toys, um, balls, or like rubber squeaky toys. So I, I really like the idea of BarkBox, but BarkBox, um, they don't have indestructible toys that I thought Bear couldn't chew up that didn't have like rope or any sort of stuffing in it. So I found the company Bully Make, like bully as in B-U-L-L-Y. And they have like a indestructible chewer box or something like that. So it's a monthly subscription like bark boxes or whatever. And you can choose like what kind of toys you want in your box for your dog. And they have um, like <laughs> this month, I don't know if this is for June, for a June dairy month, but they had like a solid plastic thing of cheese. <laughs> and it's, it's really just, they give you one solid plastic toy. He loves these. And then they give you like a hard rubber toy too that you can shove treats in. So it's kind of like a Kong. Um, so they give you two toys every month and then they give you like three bags of their own treats. So he loves that. He loves getting that every single month. Um, and then like other toys, this is his little alligator that he likes. Um, it grunts. It's one of those little grunting alligators, but it's just, it's a, it's a rubber thing that he can't destroy. So like toys like these, um, he loves. He loves anything that makes noise, anything that he can just rattle around, he loves. Um, he also likes those Nyla bones or whatever, like the bones that are in the shape of a Y. He loves those. He's a very simple dog. Uh, give him a water bottle. He's happy until he starts ripping it apart, then he's not so happy. But uh, that's Bear in a nutshell. Winnie, she likes her catnip. <laughs> Uh, she has a little tiny pickle, a little stuffed pickle that she has been in love with since she was a, a kitten. Um, she also has a platypus <laughs> that's full of catnip that's almost as big as she is. It's like one of those little kicker toys. She loves that. His name is Perry. Um, anything that the dog can't chew on, she loves. So we have to keep her toy separate from Bear, which is kind of hard sometimes, but we make it work. We make it work for the kids. <laughs> Um, another thing is scents. I've been kind of, uh, finicky with my scents during the pregnancy. Um, so I usually love the smell of flowers. So if I have candles in my house, I usually like a floral, um, scent, like a fresh floral. So I have one here from the Wisconsin candle, 
let's try that again. The Wisconsin Candle Company, um, they are locally made, obviously. Uh, and the scent that I really like right now is called Gardenia and Lily. And that's what it smells like. I love Gardenia flowers. They're just so pretty. I found this in a shop in La Crosse. So I know it's a small um, family business from Wanakee, actually, is what it says on the bottom of the label. Um, and they have a website if you're interested. It's called wisconsincandlecompany.com. But again, the Gardenia and Lily is really nice. It's a soy candle too. So apparently that's better than normal candles. I don't know. I don't know anything about candles, but it smells good. It smells like fresh cut flowers. And then another one of my favorites, I've talked about them before um, from Kindred Candles. They're based out of my hometown. Um, they have the cranberry candles. I have one here. It's in like this little coffee mug type thing. And if you want to like a legitimately good smelling cranberry candle, because they're kind of hard to come by, um, check them out. They have really cool designed um, cranberry candles. It looks like there's cranberries floating on top of the candle. Um, and it just, it just smells, it smells like cranberries and I love it. It's just, they're good. And it's a small family that makes them all too. So they're great people making great candles that smell bomb.com. <laughs> um, and now probably my favorite thing ever are scrunchies. <laughs> I don't use um, like rubber hair ties anymore. They, they're just not good for my hair and they, they didn't really stay. Uh, so I get these scrunchies from the brand is called do like D E W and they have a bunch of really fun designs and patterns. Um, so my three favorite that I have with me, I have like a velvet, I don't know if this is a velvet, like a velvety, um, corduroy. I don't know what you want to call this. <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's a neutral cheetah print. I wear this a lot. Uh, this is one of my favorites. Um, I also have this larger camouflage scrunchie. This is my lucky scrunchie. This is the one I was wearing when I shot my deer. So I have, uh, this one is going to be packed in my hospital bag, <laughs> ready to go. Um, because good things happen when I wear this scrunchie. And then they have really pretty floral prints too. So I don't know. Uh, this one is white with like little yellow flowers on it. it they're just, they're good quality. I haven't had any issues with them breaking or um, coming unraveled or anything. Like these are all probably a year and a half to two year old scrunchies and they still look just as well as they did when I first got them. Um, but when I'm not wearing scrunchies, I wear these telly ties, I think they're called. They look like the phone cord hair ties. And I think they're a lot easier on my hair too. Uh, they don't, they don't pull hair out, at least when I'm taking my ponytails in or out. Uh, so I just have like a couple different packs of these, but they're just real small. They look like telephone cords. Uh, and I think they're called telly ties. That's the kind that I have anyway, but I really like them as well. Um, and then finally for around the house, uh, the book that I'm reading right now. Uh, so my, my book taste is very similar to my podcast taste. <laughs> I like uh, dark thrillers or just dark books in general. I don't know. I, <laughs> everyone's like, well, do you have any farm book recommendations? No, <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, all I read 
and listen to our dark spooky things. Uh, so this one is called The Witch Hunter. Uh, I don't look up books or anything before I go into Barnes and Noble. I just like, I go in and I find the thriller section and I'm just like, oh, this sounds good. I don't know anything about it, but I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> uh, so this is called The Witch Hunter by Max Seek, S-E-E-C-K. Uh, so this one is about um, an author whose wife was murdered in his home while he was away on like a business retreat type thing. And it turns out that the person that murdered his wife is recreating this guy's novels because he writes um, about this witch that goes around killing people. And uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm maybe like a quarter of a way through and it's pretty good. Uh, I, I can't tell you if I love it or not, but it's not bad. It's not bad, but, um, another book that I really liked, I'm sure everyone's talked about Verity before by Colleen Hoover. That's a good book. If you want like a, can't put it down, finish it in a day and a half type of book. That is a very good one. Um, Dark Places is also a very good book. I don't remember who wrote that. I'm just pulling these out of my butt. <laughs> but if you're interested in these books, let me know. I'll, I'll tell you more in private. I don't want to spoil the surprise for anyone because I'm sure I've got you all on the edge of your seats by now. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to talk about, a lot of people ask me about my mascaras that I use. That's kind of the only makeup I wear uh, during the week anyway. Uh, so I, I try to find something that's not going to smudge on me, um, gives me not so much length, but more volume. So my favorite um, is by L'Oreal. It's called Flash Paradise. comes in the pink tube. Uh, I get this at Walmart. It's, it's good stuff. I don't like the waterproof though, because that does not come off. So I just get the regular blackest black color. And if I'm getting an order from Sephora, I make sure to grab the Tarte C surfer curl mascara. Um, this isn't quite so thick on my eyelashes. It really helps separate and gives me a little bit of volume and length too. So this is good, but this is also very, I want to say it's runny, but if you <laughs> even think about crying, it's going to run all over the place. So if you have watery eyes, this night might not be the best option for you, but the Lash Paradise holds on pretty well. It's, um, it's not waterproof, like I said, but it doesn't it doesn't run as bad if you are more of an emotional person or have watery eyes. Um, so moving moving into the good stuff, let's talk about food. <laughs> so again, if you didn't know, I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes, so I have to be very mindful of my carb and sugar intake throughout the day. Um, so. That's been a struggle for me trying to find like healthy snack options because I have a very big sweet tooth. So um, the things that I've been kind of craving, thankfully have been fruit, uh, but I still have to be careful of the amount of fruit that I'm eating, uh, especially cherries. I have been craving cherries for like the past two, three months, all summer long. I've been craving cherries, like the big cherries with the pits. Um, Oh, they're just so good. <laughs> so I usually go through like two bags a week uh, <laughs> of those cherries, but I can only have 15 at a time. 
in like two hour intervals is kind of like my, <laughs> my limit for cherries. So I have to literally count them out if I'm being on top of my game and I really need to watch my sugar. Uh, 15 cherries at a time is my limit. Otherwise, um, as far as snacks go, um, other than like fruit, sometimes I'll go for carrots, <laughs> baby carrots. I know it's very exciting, uh, but I, I don't, I don't really snack a whole lot. String cheese, um, or trail mix are kind of like my main go-tos. So if I'm eating fruit, I try to pair that with a protein, like a cheese stick or something, because the protein will help break down the sugars from the fruit a little bit better, a little bit faster. So I don't have to worry about that extra sugar sticking around. So I go through a lot of cheese sticks, <laughs> string cheese in a week too. Um, but my one treat at night, if you, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably see me talk about my yogurt at night. So my favorite yogurt, I've gone through a lot of these. My favorite is Oiko's triple zero brand. Um, and their cherry, it comes in like the little single serve cups. I haven't found the cherry flavor in like the big tub, but I really like the small single serve. So there's zero grams of added sugar, um, 15 grams of protein. Uh, so it's, and there's 10 grams of carbs in 5.3 ounces of yogurt. So that's pretty good. It's, uh, it's a Greek yogurt, but it doesn't taste like a Greek yogurt. Like it doesn't have that taste to it that some others <laughs> do. I hope you guys understand what I'm talking about, but I haven't had a bad triple zero flavor. Um, so cherry is like my top, top pick. Um, they also have a strawberry and mixed berry that are also very good. Um, and their vanilla is pretty good too. Like, honestly, I've I, I have no bad things to say about the Oikos, but the Chobani <laughs> is is where I I think I found the Chobani first because they were super cheap and on sale for the single serve cups they were like 50 to 80 cents a cup and I was like well I gotta try this and they had a bunch of really good flavors um or a lot of really interesting flavors I should say so the first one I tried was a key lime pie flavor and that was super good <laughs> if you like key lime pie I could taste it exactly like it it didn't have a ton of sugar, um, more than the Oikos, obviously, but it was still within like my snack range. So I could still have it at night or something, but that was very good. Um, also I think the blended fruit kind or the blended yogurts were a lot better than the fruit on the bottom. There's like two different types of these Chobani yogurts. And the blended yogurts were way, way better in my opinion than with the fruit on the bottom. The one with the fruit on the bottom, disgusting. It, <laughs> I'm sorry to anybody that out there that is like a diehard Chobani fan. I don't wanna insult anybody, but I didn't like the, the yogurt with the fruit on the bottom. It was just like a thin layer of kind of like a jam on the bottom. And if you didn't mix it up, like good, like if you didn't take a mixer to it, <laughs> blend it up, it, it was a little different. Um, it, it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> and then I just had um, the blended blueberry flavor 
I got it for Bear because I knew he loves blueberries and we always share the end of the yogurt cup together. Uh, so I knew he was going to like it, but it was, oh, I didn't like it. So I think the blueberry Chobani was my very least favorite thing. Yeah. Um, but otherwise they have a good cherry yogurt too. Um, but their key lime pie, I would definitely say that was in, that might be my number two favorite yogurt that I've tried so far. Definitely doesn't beat the, the triple zero cherry, but good close second. <laughs> so those are kind of my favorite snacks right now. Um, and if I'm having a cheat snack, it's gotta be ice cream in small quantities. <laughs> like I can't, I can't kick that habit completely. Um, but although on Friday night I was craving Oreos really bad. Uh, so I had a couple Oreos, but I don't feel bad about it. Um, everything with a baby is looking okay. I'm not worried about it being like super obese. I'm not super obese right now. So I figured I could, I could survive off a couple of Oreos if I wanted them. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of my cheat. Otherwise, just like cookies in general or ice cream, just in small quantities, nothing too crazy there. Um, drinks, for me, I've been drinking a ton of water, a lot, a lot of water, um, sometimes with lemon, just if I wanna feel crazy and change it up, but a lot of just water in general. Um, Otherwise, if I need like a little pick-me-up, a little bit of caffeine, I don't drink coffee. I think it's disgusting. It tastes like dirty bean water to me. Uh, so I go for these Zevia drinks. Um, it's a zero calorie soda, zero sugar, zero carbs, um, that kind of thing. So the, fl the flavor that I really like is Dr. Zevia. So it's supposed to be like a Dr. Pepper knockoff. They're pretty good <laughs> if you go into it not expecting it to taste identical to a dr pepper they're pretty good it tastes like a, sp a spicy cherry soda <laughs> so um i really enjoy those and i'm trying to see if i can find how much caffeine 42 milligrams of caffeine so that's that's a decent amount for me anyway that's enough uh for a day so i have like one of those during lunch or something if i need a good pick me up um, and then someone also wanted to know <laughs> my top favorite reasons for drinking a bush light. Do you need a reason? <laughs> um, honestly, my favorite time to drink a cold bush light is after a very long day of work. That is the, especially on a Friday after a very long week and after a very long hot day of work, that is the best time to drink a cold bush light. Otherwise, anytime, honestly, concerts, pregame, at the bars, by yourself, I don't know, just <laughs> anytime to drink them on a boat. On a boat is another really good excuse. Um, not saying that I miss them. Not saying that I miss bush light, but I'm very excited for when this child comes so I can have a bush light. And I'm seeing everyone are finding bush apples a lot easier this year. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous, but I'm a little jealous. So 24 more days. <laughs> and uh, 
might crack one in the hospital. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and to, to wrap this one up, we're going to talk about some of my favorite hunting stuff um, because that is coming up soon. Uh, Dan has been busy working my food plots for me this year. Um, I think he's going to going to till up the stuff that we have now and then replant for like a fall blend. So he's been taking care of that. I need to get my cameras out pretty soon. Um, I would tell you what kind of cameras I use, but honestly, just what's, <laughs> what's cheap and available at Farm Fleet when we go or when my dad goes, he gets them for me, thankfully. Um, so we don't have like the fancy cameras that send pictures to you every day or anything where it's like a wireless because we're in the middle of nowhere. We don't have service anyway. So we just get whatever kind we can find. Um, nothing too fancy with our trail cameras. But as far as like my food plots go, um, I think Dan, <laughs> I don't even know what he's planting in for the fall. I think he said he got rutabagas uh, as a seed. And then um, I don't I don't remember the type of grass that he's getting. I should have asked him that before I started this. I'll come back later and find out if you guys are really interested, but um, I prefer bow hunting over rifle season. I think it's just more fun. It's more relaxing to sit out there during bow season because you're not freezing your little hiney off. Uh, but because I usually do freeze my little hiney off, I spent last year really investing in some good high quality pieces of hunting gear. And Dan was... <laughs> very uh, generous and got me my cold weather gear through first light last year. So I have like their, I don't know the, what it's called exactly, the catalyst. No, that's not it. Um, he got me the first light, I don't know, bibs and the really thick jacket. And <laughs> I was a little frustrated because I have um, kind of like their thinner early season pants from first light too. And it's like the same, same thing, just early season versus late season. But my bibs were so tight. I, he ordered me the same size that my regular pants are in and my pants that I have now for early season, they fit great. I can wear a layer of under armor underneath them. They're still comfortable. They're not tight at all, but these bibs, I couldn't even get like over my thighs. <laughs> and I was a little upset. I had to go up two sizes, I think, just so they would zip up. Uh, so that was a little frustrating. So if you are looking for first light gear um, in their bibs anyway, I would definitely recommend sizing up a size or two in those, If you, especially if you want a layer underneath. You don't necessarily need to, but um, that like they're that warm that you don't need to really layer underneath. Maybe just like a pair of Under Armour spandex leggings or something. Um, but there's room in the bibs so you can put like heat packs kind of right on your kidneys, which is really nice. Um, and they have pockets. They're great. The jacket, I love the jacket. It's so warm and toasty. The hood on it is really great. It kept snow off of my face, kept me dry, kept me warm. Um, and the, the hand warm, hand warmer pockets that it has on it, super great. And then that also has room for um, places to slide hand warmers in the jacket as well on the back. Um, so if you do get cold real easy when you're hunting, I would check out First Light if you're interested. Uh, just check out their sizing charts <laughs> before you place an order because it's kind of all over the place. But the quality, really great. Love them. 
um, have everything from bibs to jackets to hats, um, gloves, pretty much everything. All of my gear comes from First Light. Not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> and then for boots, um, I, my toes get cold really easy. So I have uh, two uh, pair of lacrosse boots that I really enjoy. One for earlier in the season. Um, and those are the Alpha Bur Burley, Alpha Burley Pro. And they come in the first light pattern. So it matches um, my jacket and pants, which is, <laughs> I feel very bougie when I wear those, but they are really great waterproof uh, knee high boots, really great early in the season when you don't need like thick insulation. And then um, for later in the season when I do need that insulation, I have my Arrowhead. I think they're Arrowhead Pros. I wear them around the marsh too, but again, they're a lacrosse boot camouflage. They have a really thick rubber sole um, that's insulated. So it keeps my toes nice and toasty. And I can also throw um, toe packs or like the hand warmers in my boots. I still have plenty of room. So I really love lacrosse boots for hunting and for out on the marsh too. And the bow that I shoot, I shoot a Matthews Stoke. Um, so I think it's designed to be a kid's bow, but I have very small hands. So I needed something that my grip would fit really well. Um, so even some of the women's bows from Matthews were a little bit too big for my hands, but the Stoke was the only one that I found uh, so far. I guess I haven't checked them in a couple of years, but the Stoke just fits my hand really well. Um, it's kind of a shorter bow, fits my draw pretty well, very well. Uh, so Dan uh, keeps that in good shape for me. So he does all the tuning for me. And uh, I think he just put new strings on it for me this year too. So um, he's great. If you are kind of in our area in Wisconsin and, and need someone to check out your bow, my husband, Dan, has a new little side business called Bristow's Bucks and Bows. Uh, if you need your bow restrung or need it recited or something, he can help you out. And if you want more information on that, just let me know and I'll get you in contact with him. Um, but I think that that about covers everything. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions or want to know more about some of my favorite stuff, just let me know. I, I'm happy to talk about it. So hopefully this was helpful for someone, someone out there. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, again, let me know what you guys think of this new format. If you like the YouTube video, uh, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, give us a follow over on our YouTube page. I think it's just under Forward Farming Podcast. Again, uh, we'll put it in the link in our Instagram bio. If you're not following us on Instagram, Forward Farming Podcast. <laughs> and we're on Facebook too. And you can find our podcast on pretty much any streaming service at this point. So come on over to a platform and say hi. We'd love to chit chat with you guys. So uh, thanks for tuning in this week. And we'll see you guys next week.